Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your host Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Is that a little bit better than last week's intro? Very, you, you didn't very like much. It. <laughs> I did not like it, it got me very uh, confused. We, As we always start now, because we always used to forget to plug ourselves, it's the general plug. Yes. It's just please help us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please help download us. Download it. Even if you don't listen to it, download it. Absolutely. So we are on YouTube on yeah. this on Super, Super Rugby Podcast. Podcast. You're next, mate. We're on the Twitter, uh, the Super Rugby Pod at twitter.com. On the Gmail at the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. And we're going to ask, actually, we last year did some listeners' questions. Yes. Voice questions. Oh, we did, didn't and we? And I'm going to ask for them again. Yes. I'm going to ask for them again. They were brilliant, though, weren't they? They made the show because yeah, they, they weren't us. Come on, Razzler Dazzler. <laughs> so if you would like your uh, question to be answered via voice question, then please send those into uh, the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, well, not last but no. not least. Also, we're on Facebook, uh, Super Rugby Podcast, but... We are now on the gram. That's Instagram for you uh, technologically uh, challenged people like myself. And myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that is at Super Rugby Podcast. Please go there and support us. us. We'll follow you back. Other ways you can support us is on YouTube. Click that subscribe button. Click the bell. I'm not even sure what the bell does, but click the bell. Everyone likes to click the bell. Never clicked a bell. I've rung a bell, but never clicked one. Anyway, moving on. Breaking news, yes. Tobar. Breaking news. First up, mate, is the Tackle Technique Review Officer appointed? I'd, I'd love to be that guy. Yes, really? that's a high tackle. <laughs> that's dangerous. <laughs> that's okay, tackle. Oh, he'll be getting paid an absolute handful as well, won't he? Well, it's old Jackson, isn't it? He's retired from actual refereeing. Yep. He's gone into... Uh, 
teaching referees how yeah. to do the job. And now he's going to do the tackle review. Actually, I think it's a good thing. You know, they've done a lot of research into concussions. We are the sport that's leading the forefront for concussions. We're not trying to hide it. No. Football, a little bit, trying to hide the, the impact of, of uh, concussions. The NFL for years hid yeah, the, the impact true. of concussions. Yeah. And, and to be fair to rugby, they are saying, no, no, you know, we want to get on top of this. We don't want to be a statistic saying that we didn't do enough. So they're looking at all the height of the tackles. And Good. what they've come up with, Tobes, is the number one thing that suffers from people that suffer from concussion is the upright tackle. So if you don't go in low and you go for that ball tackle, yeah. basically you're more likely to clash heads and therefore suffer from concussion. Well, fair enough, though, as well. There's been loads of those lately as well. Haven't, yeah, right, haven't it, there? Because that's the, the, the way that the game's gone. Yeah. You've got to stop you've that ball from being yeah. offloaded. You've got to try and hold the ball up. Yes. And obviously Glenn Jackson's going to look at reviewing those, and he's going to bring in the kind of the recommendations for next season's Super Rugby competition. No offloads. Oh, you've got to have offloads. Oh, definitely you do, but that's one of the sort of ways to stop it, isn't it? I think they'll just say you've got to tackle below the old nip-nips. I call them Bill and Ben, mate, because they're so big. Bill and Ben, the My double pot men. <laughs> <laughs> My double D cups. Oh, God. But it's going to be interesting. He's a good man to do the job because he's, he's been a player he's before. Be, he's been know. a player, he's been a referee, and now he's a uh, welfare officer. Welfare officer. Cool, good on him. Next up, mate, and this is a really interesting one, I think, is the Eddie Jones. Steady Eddie. It's the, it's the secession plan, and it's the rumour saying that Eddie Jones is going to be replaced by Razzie. See, that's... Oof. It's it's a tough one. He did. He was very successful with South Africa. Very, yeah. Um, but so Eddie's been successful with England. He brought them back from nothing and went on that unbelievable run. But no run. one wants to work with them. They no, can't you're right. even find at the moment. This is England, you know, finalists of the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. One of the highest paid coaching jobs around they can't find an attack coach because no one wants to work with them i will work with them well, that's why they can't score any tries i will work with them i'll take that job i'll do it Eddie. yeah yeah just pass it out wide and get them to score to try over the loin just get it to johnny may he'll score yeah. in the corner mate. Watson, mate. <laughs> but that, that's that's why they're not scoring any tries at the moment no, that's not the reason why. They, they don't, without Tua Lang playing, we don't want to go too much into, no. into the Six Nations, but we are going to touch on it a little bit later on. Without Tua Lange, they're, they're not really a team that you need to worry about attack-wise, in no, my opinion. true. With Tua Lange, absolutely, because he punches holes in you. Yeah. They're saying, I, I can't see Razzie doing that. Nah. I can't see Razzie going from I'm South Africa. I'm not sure you can see him actually taking the job. No. I think it's all just rumours at the moment. Massive rumours. And... Sorry, it's not breaking I do, news. It's breaking uh, rumours. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the issue is is that I don't think they can see Eddie lasting the full four years or the players lasting the full four years with Eddie. No, a lot of those players will go. Well, they they would have had enough. Yeah. Like they can't continue. But also, know. they're, they're getting on them. as well, yeah, aren't yeah. they? No, they're all young, mate. They're all very young. A couple of uh, probably Ben Youngs. Yeah, uh, he's going to yeah, go. Yeah, true. That's most, true, actually. Most of them are How very, very How old is Owen young. Farrell? Oh, he's a whippersnapper, mate. He must be... Ooh, I actually don't know, but no. I'm guessing like 25? No, he's older no. than that. Surely. Surely. I'm just going to have a look it up because I'm 
I'm, I'm I'll move on. on I'll, I'll move on with the, 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 the news. And the next one is Finn Russell. Yes. He has fallen out with Gregor Townsend, which is actually quite ironic because Gregor Townsend, as a player, was like Finn Russell, which was, you know... Mate, he's 28. Ying it. Yeah, 28. Oh, what did I say? You said 25. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. Uh, so, yeah, Finn Russell fallen out with Gregor Townsend, which is quite ironic because Gregor Townsend was a very similar player to him. Uh, they obviously don't get along, but the best Scottish player is no longer playing for Scotland. And to be honest, they need all the help they can get. Yes, especially at the moment, now that their uh, captain is just dropping the ball over the line and all that sort of jazz. All the mo- he dropped the ball over the line in the first game, <laughs> and in the second game, he dropped the ball over the other line and luckily got away with it. But he's just, a good player, isn't he? He's a good player. But Finn Russell, I think, is quite a hard character to be around as well. I think he's a bit of a loose cannon. He reminds me a little bit of you. He he does not. No, wrong. He reminds me of Quade Cooper. Okay. A genius at times and Cipriani. Genius yeah, but, at times. But, but some then, people love... No, okay, okay. Let's just rewind the clock. You've said Finn Russell's yes. like Cipriani yep. and like Quade Cooper. Yes, but actually, I know some coaches that think Quay Cooper is like the best thing ever. Oh yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure Townsend thinks something similar, but he's just a difficult character to work with, like, like Steady you. Eddie. Oh, sorry, good like coach. Steady Eddie. Good shut, point. Yeah, shut up. A good coach, but yeah, difficult to work with. Yeah, so no one wants to work with him. Yet again, Eddie, if you're looking for any attack coach, uh, I'm here for you though, and I I'll, I'll, I'll I... be your PA. <laughs> even though I'm not very good with that sort of stuff, but I'll help you. <laughs> and last but not least, and this is the biggest one. Yeah. This is breaking This is not news. a rumour. This isn't a rumour, is no, it? No, this is new breaking news. So South Africa in secret talk. I <laughs> love that. South Africa in secret talk. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> not, not oh, anymore, yeah. lads. <laughs> We've just cracked it. Uh, so South Africa in secret talks with the rugby championship, uh, to exit the rugby championship, to yeah. join the Six Nations. It makes a lot of sense for them. A lot more money. Yeah, a lot, lot more, money. more money. And the way that Australian rugby's going, more consistent competition. You know, you think week in, week out, they'll be playing Ireland, Scotland. Wales. Well, let's not. Uh, Wales, <laughs> France, apart from Italy. Now, they are saying it's not going to be at the expense of Italy, but I could imagine it's going to be at yeah, the expense of Italy. Yeah, but then the Six Nations said, oh, yeah, let's bring in Japan. Let's bring in Georgia. Just bring in everyone, apart from us, the Kiwis. What's going wrong with that? We're too good, mate. I tell you what, though. Too good. If they do go, it could be the end of... Southern Hemisphere rugby. Yeah, because without them, really, Australia go up and down, up and down. Uh, Argentina have been more down than up. We don't really have a lot of strength there. That means that the New Zealand rugby players potentially will say, well, I'm not going to stick around to play in some kind of Mickey mediocre. Mouse mediocre competition yeah. year in, year out. Whereas it's always been, you know, that Tri-Nations has always been the top or the championship. It's always been the, the pinnacle of rugby yeah. out of the out of the World Cup. And with that gone, I can see a lot of players going, which would be an absolute crying shame. It would. It would. I, I can see a lot of New Zealand players looking for their ancestry uh, passport. Yeah. Oh, my grandmother was English once for for a day. <laughs> she she kissed a, uh, a an, Engli- an English guy. Obviously, caught a lot of disgusting diseases, but she still kissed him. <laughs> and I have someone here to prove it. <laughs> yeah, I need my money. 
Uh, now, we had a great question from a listener. David Pilling from Brighton. He wrote into us and he used the Gmail, the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. And he said this, Tobes. He said, I'm listening. Hi, guys. Love your podcast and listen to it every week. Is that, is that it? Yeah, is that the yeah. question? Hang on. <laughs> it was more of a statement. <laughs> My question to you is, in your opinion, which country has the best route into playing for their country, basically? From, from so like their national team? For their national team. Okay. So from grassroots all the way through. Many thanks. All the best. David. Big D. I like David already. Yeah. Great name. Brighton. Been to Brighton before. Went for a swim there once in November. Speedos. Nothing else. <laughs> Freezing, <laughs> so so cold. Anyway, I've done a little bit of research into this now. Gay uh, capital of England as well. Well, there you go. Anyway, you fit right I'm surprised you're there, you mate. Right um, so I've done a little bit of research, and if I, any of this is incorrect, then um, I apologise, and hopefully that our great listeners and yeah, watchers can, can put us right. Yeah, we're going to look at the Australian structure for a start. So Australia has. 848 rugby clubs, registered rugby clubs, which is a good amount, okay? The the issue that holds them back is that it's dominated, the kids coming through into representative rugby is dominated by the private schools. So there still is a number of private schools that are really in a small part of the country. I think it's um, New South Wales, Queensland, right. where they play rugby union rather than league at school. Well, is... Is it sort of like Australia, sort of like England, in the the sort of aspect of in private schools rugby is played in England, and in public schools or uh, state schools they call yeah, it here, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. It's football. Yeah, is it something similar in Australia? Well, yeah, you know, but private it's, schools, it's Aussie rules, isn't it? Or it's rugby or league? It's rugby league, yeah, not football. Not not well. I, I, yeah, I think it's it as go, much as much. So I I think it goes. Aussie rules yeah. in certain states or rugby league. Right. And then really and then rugby union. Rugby unions for more the the upper crust of society. Yeah. Okay. Now what that means is it means that only obviously quite wealthy people can afford to go to these schools and play. And then play or rugby. they give some bursaries out or scholarships out like happens in this country, yes. England. Um but it does mean that a large portion of your sort of population may never get the chance to play rugby or be open to it. What's interesting is there's 38,000 registered adult rugby players, and in total, there's 82,818. Australia's a massive country. Just remember that as we go through. Schoolboys to academy. So they have a schoolboy set up. This is how they select their kind of under-18 Australian team. They have a schoolboy set up where they play each other, and they have an academy set up. And I think that's to try and hit some of those kids from state schools and whatnot to get them involved. And they have an academy series. And then from that, they pick their under-18 side. Right. Now, it's be fair to say, if you don't make that under-18 side, it's less likely you're going to make the 21s. And yeah. then you're not going to really make super rugby comps and things like that. So it's your shop window. Selection is you watch nominated players. So a coach would ring up a selector and say, I've got a great guy. Come and watch them. Oh, okay. Or seen in a video or something like that. Yeah, but more, they've got people in regions that come and watch them, which is quite interesting moving forward. Yes. And I'll explain why a bit later. So that's Australia. Okay. So my issues with those is is that, you know, you've got a a huge communities that don't have access to rugby 
Therefore, they're never going to get the chance. Their advantages is they've got Aussie rules and a great rugby league program where potentially you can pick players from. But it's almost going away the other, or it's going around the other way, isn't it? There's a lot of money in rugby league. Loads of money in rugby league. There's a lot of money in rugby. A lot of money in rugby. More, if you, more in rugby league um, in the NRL. Yeah, but you only. I think the reason why they'd move from NRL to rugby is because you get to play all over the world in rugby. You get to play True. different countries, you know. Whereas, let's be honest, it's New Zealand, England, and Australia rugby league. That's Papua it. New Guinea. Papua New Guinea, mate. Yeah. <coughs> But you can you can understand that there's only a few. Yeah. But so, then you could also you know the, I haven't heard of many uh, AFL players coming f- to rugby union. Falau wasn't he? Wasn't he? He no, went from he, was he went from AFL rugby league. He was rugby league. Then I think rugby union AFL back to rugby union. Wow, athlete, eh? Right, athlete. Yeah, and now he's gone back to so that, rugby that's league. That's the advantage they've got. They've got those other sports yes. they can pull from for dis. Enchanted, you know, rugby league players or, or NFL, not NFL, AFL players. Let's move on. Oh, yeah, old boys network. So it's very much an old boys network. You know, private schools, rah, rah. Very much an English old school setup. That's what happens there. What about the South Africans? Now, the South Africans are really interested. So, so you look how many clubs they've got. 1,526 rugby clubs registered. Wikipedia, thank you more. very much. <laughs> yeah, That's 700 more, isn't it? They private oh. schools again, yeah, uh, which play union rather than football. So rugby is not far away from football. Uh, it's well like sport in South Africa, yeah. Unlike in Australia, where it's probably third or fourth. Well, cricket's the national sport. Cricket's the national sport. Yeah, um, they have. Look at that, one hundred forty-three thousand seven hundred and twenty-two senior males. Playing. Now, you think in the days where they That's didn't loads. play anyone else, that must have been real hard, having all of those people that love sport not, not allowed to play anywhere else in the world. Players in Australia, uh, oh, sorry, that should be South Africa there, in total is four hundred. Have you made a typo? I've made a typo, <laughs> yes. 423,581. So, absolute huge numbers. They have a thing called Craven Week. Okay, now Craven Week is a, a series where all the regions of South Africa put their put their teams out there and from that they pick their under eighteen uh schoolboy rugby teams. Okay? So that's massive. And if you don't make the Craven sides, really there isn't any roots international side. You've got to make a Craven team yeah. to then go <clears throat> go forth. So it's hard for the South Africans then. Yeah and and again the selectors watch nominated yeah. players. Okay, all right. It's a little bit of an old boys network, so we've got a bit of a, a thing going on here. Don't trend, we? a bit of a trend. Now, New Zealand system. Now we know the system pretty well. Six hundred clubs. I was actually surprised. I thought there'd be more. Wait for this one though. Most schools play rugby. That's a huge advantage because we are the only country. New Zealand's the only country that really fully embraces. Yeah. People from all all walks of life. Walks of life. Yeah. And that's massive. That's massive. 28,648 senior males. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. And I think a lot of people, because, and this is where people might get a bit confused, you look at the number in total, there is a massive schoolboy yeah. 
set up. But actually, the seniors drop off because a lot of people stop playing rugby but play touch rugby. Yeah, true. Once they leave school. Yeah. Or they get to that adult grade. Ooh, I'm a bit small. Yeah, or I'm not very good. Or I'm not very good. <laughs> I'm going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the way that they select their team is they normally pick a South Island team. Yes. Uh, they have a South Island competition where all the regions come together. They play a big competition over a, a week. The North Island do the same thing. And then they have a trial match, South Island versus North Island. Fantastic. They normally yeah. play one of those in a big stadium or whatnot. Um, selectors watch top level players so it's much more transparent you don't know a selector's going to come and watch yeah. you no one nominates you they just turn up and they watch the top bands of rugby in all the regions to then select their teams to go through in the regions also a lot of those games are actually on television as well aren't they yeah the schoolboy stuff yeah. definitely is on television the best will rise to the top so uh, Ali Williams, for example, didn't play rugby until he left school, pretty much. Was he, he was like 18. He was they 18, got him off yeah. a basketball court, didn't they? Got him off a basketball court, or well, football court. He was football football court. He was a footballer, actually. Was he? Yeah, he was a footballer. And then they, one of his foot, uh, rugby coaches saw him and said, you know, you'd be good. And he played second 15 rugby at school. Really? So he started at, at 18, and he went on to play for the All Blacks. Yeah. And that shows that, you know, the, the, top, the, the top players will rise. Now, if we have a look at it, and we look at them all three here next to each other, you can see the massive differences. And yeah. what should be is South Africa really have a huge advantage over well, the rest did, in numbers. Well, they did win the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and it has worked for them. God I, damn it. It would be interesting to see England or France, what sort of numbers they get as well. Well, I am going to do that for you, mate. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to do that for you. So we're going to take South Africa as the top numbers, and we're going to compare them to England. All right, so... Oh, I didn't... Oh! Oh! Oh, you didn't see this one, did you, mate? God, look at that. So that's South Africa. Okay. Let's just go through it again. You've got uh, 1,526 clubs. Yeah. Compare that to England. You've got 2,000... Yeah, 2,099 clubs. So, again, a real, real improvement. Private schools, which play union rather than football for uh, South Africa. And in uh, England, mostly played in private schools, but that's changing. And we're seeing a lot more clubs come in, a lot more kids playing from state schools, a lot more state schools playing at a good level. You can see there the total... 423,000. So they're they're more than than England, yeah, in total. Um, They have regional teams that take place and play in competitions. That's England. The most important one is if you're the son of the coach, you make the team. And (laughs) if you drive a Range Rover, you're in. (laughs) It's so true, isn't it? In England, if you're the son of the coach... You might as well put uh, your England blazer on. You might as well put the bloody captain's band on as well, <laughs> yeah, eh? Absolutely. It's so old boys uh, network in this country. Classic. It's unbelievable. And the most crazy thing is you've got to get nominated in this country. Yeah. So they say, oh, we're going to have a trial. They just want two nominations from every club. So I've I've coached teams who have had, you know, 10 amazing kids and I can only nominate two. Yeah, tough. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of good rugby players in England miss out. But you out. picked your son, didn't you? Of course. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> absolutely. He's got the blazer, mate. <laughs> so you can see there that, you know, really England yeah. on the whole, 
probably has the biggest advantage. But South Africa, huge numbers. Yeah. Playing rugby, which is really, really still sort of knocked me for six. Yeah, really. I didn't realise that. What's really interesting about the South African rugby is the quota system, where once they leave school, there's like a quota system that these professional clubs have to keep between, you know, their um, black players. Yeah, playing. yeah. And therefore, they then got to go out from somewhere and try and find these guys because all the private schools may only have one or two. Yes. So, it's, so it, where do they go looking for them as well? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the very, very interesting thing. Yeah. So, who would you say has got the best schoolboy setup? I think it's pretty clear to me. It's got to be New Zealand because they, everyone and anyone is welcome for a yeah. start and the, the, the best will rise to the top because if you're good enough, you can literally, I mean, you could turn up to a, um, a men's club and say, I want a trial. Yeah. You don't need to be nominated. No. You just turn that's up, right. go on to the trial. And if you're good enough... You might start in a bottom, in a lower team, yeah, but then if you're good enough, you'll slowly peg your way up, won't you? Absolutely, yeah. That's it's so interesting, yeah, that, because it's all about getting the best players, yeah, to play for their country, and New Zealand do that the best. England, shocking, I would say. England, you know, they they could they should be killing everyone because they've got so many people who are playing rugby. Some amazing yeah. schools. Oh, that have some the of the schoolboy players are fantastic. But yeah. where are they all? Yeah, they just they stop playing. Yeah, once they once they leave, you can see that. You can see that. But also, they've got more clubs. But look at the numbers. They they drop off once they yeah. leave school. They just don't don't but play. The th- the thing that gets me is that England schoolboy level. You've got to be huge. Yeah, if you're not big, if oh, you're well, not big, I would imagine that's a little bit like South Africa. Yeah, true. You know, they are big boys, aren't they? But it's in their DNA. The, yeah, that, that, and that's another thing with that New Zealand does well. We've got a weight grade. Yeah. So the, we've the, got under 85s. And yeah. if you are good enough, then you can go and play men's grade. Yeah. Yeah, and younger down, there's, there's Especially often when you're young. under 50 kgs yes. in there and over 50 kgs. Yeah. I used to play for the under 20 kgs because <laughs> I was a bloody young whippersnapper. <laughs> it's like a bit of bloody spaghetti, mate. <laughs> Anyway, so New Zealand for me all the way. But then yeah. I'd probably say South Africa. Yeah. Definitely. Then Australia. And, and it'll be really interesting. So if you know uh, how it works in Argentina, I have heard in yeah. Argentina it's, it's a very much... Or even uni- France. University. France like is France. all clubs. Yeah. So it's massively club-driven. Not really done in schools. It's done right. in clubs. Uh, Argentina, I've heard. This is I've heard. And please put us uh, right. Universities are where rugby has really hit hard, quite hard at... at um, in Argentina. Oh, okay. So very interesting. Up next, we're going to review the results from the weekend. Yes, we are. And uh, the first game up, Damien, or should I say Damo? Yes, co-star. <laughs> Star? Mm, maybe not. Uh, first game is the Sharks versus the Highlanders. So half time on this game, mate, was twenty seven points to the Sharks to three. Yeah, that was half time. And actually I thought they kind of pulled it back, the Highlanders, a little bit better. And it was twenty points to forty two at full time. Highlanders. Highlanders don't really have anyone, do they? No, I mean the, my big thing was I thought they they had some good players. You know, you look at it and you go, Josh McRae played well, Rob Thompson played relatively well then you've got like josh ioni playing at 12 i know i saw that i'm like what are you Why? doing 
almost as bad as David Harvilli playing at 10. Yeah, what was that about? <laughs> we'll get to that, though. We'll get to that. So they are really, really struggling. And then Liam Coltman had an absolute shocker. They lost pretty much every line out going. They had some good players off the bench, though. You got Ash Dixon came off the bench and made an impact. So I, I think there was something there that I thought, you know, there is something to work with with the Highlanders. They just don't have enough players, mate. They're going to have a tough year, I think. A really, really tough year. Uh, Ma Pimpy. Oh. Ma Pimpy. How good is he, though? Amazing. Amazing. Quick back, glides. I thought the back three of the yeah. Sharks was absolutely class. Yeah. They're absolute massive men. Yeah. Great defensive pressure, lead, leading to so many of their tries. Nice to see South African teams playing some running rugby as well. Yeah, remember last year? <clears throat> and we thought it was for the World Cup, didn't we? They were just so defensive. They were defensive. And they yeah. weren't scoring many tries. No, and, and I suppose this, you know, the Sharks played last week and they were in the kick, kicker fest. Yeah. But, you know, Bosch, great kicker, great control. He uh, he did very, very well. I, I just think four years for Aaron Smith. I mean, he must be thinking now, can I do this for four more years with the Highlanders? Because he does not have the quality around him. They've got to put Ioane at 10. As oh, well. they have to. They have to. They, they've got playing there at the moment. Mitch, Mitch Hunt, who's who was the Crusaders' sort of... Third tier. Well, second tier fly-half, who was a very defensive fly-half. Yeah. They don't have a lot. But next up, mate, was the Brumbies versus the Rebels. Half-time, Half-time. score, 24-7. Did yeah. not look good. No. Full-time, though, 39-26. Now, one of the statements on the news feed on this one was that the Brumbies put the Rebels to the sword. And I thought this, but I actually thought the Rebels did pretty well. And actually, they've not got a bad backline. You look at their backline and you say to me, Dayhiler Petty, you've got Reese Hodge, you've got Bill Meeks or Billy Meeks, you've got Curran Betty, Matt Samua, Frank Lomane. That's a good backline. I think there's a little bit there to work with, mate. It's just whether or not they can transfer that back line, give them a good enough ball. Yeah. Because if they do, that's a much better back line than the Highlands has got, for example. So yes, Rebels those, v Highlands. Forwards, those forwards, just not sure. I think the Brumbies. Oh, Ross Haler Petty, brothers. Oh. Yeah, mate. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Do you know who I thought was awesome for the Brumbies was uh, Pete Samu? who used to be a Crusaders boy uh, and moved from New Zealand to Australia. Yeah, he's quality. Absolute quality. And he's got to be someone that's going to play for the Wallabies. You'd think so, wouldn't you? This year, definitely. Right, then we've got the uh, Chiefs versus the Crusaders. Loved it. Hated it. Loved it. Hated it. Hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Harvey at 10. What's the thinking behind that? I have no idea. eh? That was just a... I hate, I'm not going to swear, but um, <laughs> dumb, 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 really dumb thing to do. Yeah. Especially when you got on the, on the flip side, you got Aaron Cruden. Yeah. Aaron Cruden playing quality. So you, the 25 points to 15 and, it, and they deserve that. They, Crusaders did not really look like a threatening back line. They didn't have any punch in the midfield. I talk about punch in the midfield so often, but it's so true. You need that punch in the midfield. They do. I mean, they've got Brain Braden in all. He's yeah, rapid. he's a great. He's yeah. rapid, but he doesn't have that physical presence. He's a massive man, though. I know, but he's he's not. 
You know, he's tall, but he's no Lamape. He's no Lamape, and we are going to get to Lamape later. Um, I'm really struggling to find this on my sheet. I've got so many sheets <laughs> uh, here. Hey, McKenzie is back. Oh, yeah, he was good. Yeah. He was good. In fact, you look at their team and you say, Sean I, t- I tell you who was the man. I tell you who won it. So Aaron Cruden, one of the top tacklers in yeah, the Chiefs team. you told me that. And um, Bo Shear, mate. Bo Shear, yeah. Bo Shear at six. How many turnovers did he get at crucial times in? Yeah. Like when Crusaders were, were right on their line, he just put his big paws yeah. in and turned us over time and time again. A little bit worrying for me because if they're gonna, if they think they can go David Harvilli, then we're really, really going to struggle for the rest of the season because yeah. you know without a proper ten, we need to, and we've got one. I, I'm not quite sure why he wasn't playing. Injured, maybe. Yeah, but um, we need him desperately. Yeah, but if we have an injury, we don't have a Mitch Hunt this year. Well, I hope he doesn't play, so it's fine. <coughs> uh, Chiefs deserved it, eh? They, yeah, they did. Chiefs deserved. Yeah, uh, Waratahs versus the Blues. Now, I thought this was an interesting game, eh? Because the Blues, although the scoreline looks... Half-time, 7-8. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, and full-time... Full-time, full-time was 32-12. Blues played well in that second half. Yeah, but there was moments in that game where they let New South Wales right in. And New South Wales... But that's typical Blues, though, isn't it? It is though, typical Blues, it? yeah. Typical Blues. I said last year they're going to give us the blues. And and I feel this year with Bowden Barrett coming back. Yeah, but he's still six weeks away. Well, four now, isn't he? Yeah, well. He's, four, he's a month. Is it? It's four games. But what's interesting is uh, Joe Marchant played really well. Yes. But there was a moment in the game where New South Wales were dead on attack. And we literally turned them over yeah. and ran the length of the field and scored. The new new lad scored a beautiful try in the corner. I can't even pronounce his name. The the uh, young eighteen year old New South Wales boy, but he did damage his shoulder in the process. And at that, oh yeah, he's tall, isn't he? Yeah, really, really, really. He's big. quality. Yeah, well, he scored. Um, has he scored four tries already this season? Well, he scored, I think, three. Or did he score two he's, on Saturday? He scored two on Saturday. So he scored four. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad, is it, for a young whippersnapper? And then the um the Blues, uh, winger. What's his name? He scored. Can't find it now. But he scored. Um, he scored three, didn't he? He got a hat trick. Oh yeah. Uh, I can't even find it on our paper, mate. It's here, mate. What it's are here. you up to? It's. Uh, it's not. It's Apparently Beal. Mark. No. Mark. Yes. Mark Tal- Talia. Talisa. Talisa. There's no S in there, mate. Talia. Okay, let's go with Talia. <laughs> Mark Talia. And the other guy's Mark. Whoa. There you go. New South Wales number 14. Look at his last yeah, name. Yeah, I know. I can't remember now. <laughs> Two marks, though. Played I'm just going to well. call him the young fella. <laughs> Mark. Wow. How do you even... I'm not even going to try. Carmichael Hunt had a good game, though, I, I thought. Think, yeah, I think um, for me, the you know, even Matt Duffy played yeah. really, really well. And that's where they've got a little bit more this year. You know, he's quite an experienced guy. Come from rugby league to rugby. Done really, really well. But he's played rugby now for like good four years. He's a little bit older than everyone else. The other one in this back line who's impressed me is TJ Fienger. He's a good player. Yeah. He, he's a he, good player. I thought a couple of years ago when he first sort of came onto the scene, he wasn't very mature. Not in the sense of... You know, he was he was quite young, but yeah. he hadn't 
he hadn't played that many games and he hadn't been in the scene for that long, but now he has. He's he's now a senior senior player, isn't he? He's now a leader, really. Yeah, yeah, of that backline. Yeah, and and there, you know, you look at that team and you say there is a bit to work with, especially when you get you get old Bowden Barrett back. I, I yeah. what I liked is they play with a lot of width on uh, Saturday. They play with a lot of width. This is the Blues. And I just felt with the New South Wales Waratahs, they needed Kirtley Beale and the type to really stand up and deliver. And unfortunately, they didn't really do so, did they? Didn't really do so. Do you know what was a real surprise game for me was the Lions versus the Reds. Oh, we had the Reds every day of the week, didn't we? We had the Reds every day of the week. And I think that home element yeah. which shows how volatile Super Plus Rugby the is. the Reds did have to travel. Long yeah, way, yeah. Long way to go. Long way to go, yeah. Long way to go. So that was an, that was an interesting one. Um, didn't actually watch that game. No, neither did I. Um, but I thought the Stormers game versus the Bulls, that is a worrying sign for the Bulls. 13-0. Oof, gosh. Didn't really look like playing a lot no. of rugby either. The, that's a couple of weeks in a row the Bulls have not really had a lot to give. No, that's right. And we said that they'd be good this year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How wrong are we? And the now, la- last this game, was a bloody, yeah. this, this was interesting. Didn't think the Hurricanes were going to go from South Africa to Argentina. And, I mean, they. to be fair, they only just beat them. But what a game that was, though. Yeah. What a game that was. And I actually thought Haguares played really, really well. Yeah, they did. And, and really, good. They, they looked in control of the game. There was only one winner. 65th minute, I've put down here. 65th minute, there was only one winner. And I tell you who it wasn't. wasn't the Hurricanes. No. Um, and then, they just really, I mean, they they just, I don't know how they did it, but they got back into it. Can I just massive shout out Geordie Barrett, who we have absolutely We've slated him, haven't slated we? Slated in the past. but He played well. He played amazingly well. And the kick. <laughs> 60-odd metres out. I know it's in the, the high vault or whatever, but even so, that is amazing. I haven't That's seen. I haven't huge. actually seen that before. Like, no. I haven't seen it live before. No. So, and he, the covering tackle he made yes. on Buffalli. Just put his foot into touch. Just put his yeah. foot in, because that, that, was, that was the game right there. That was class. And he got them back in the game. Yeah. So, La Mape, second half performance was just awesome. But it's here's good. the big one, Garden Bashup. Garden Bashup at 10, they're a different team. Stick with Garden Bashup at 10, and all of a sudden, you've got half a chance. It just shows good team, not a great 10, and you struggle. Good team with a, a pretty good 10, they're, they're, they're okay. Yeah. And I think that's what they need to focus yeah. on going forward because, you know, obviously for them, not having Bowden Barrett is a big loss. Massive loss. Massive loss. But uh, you can't do nothing about it now, can you? Nope. So, next week's games, mate. Next week's games. Have you done your picks? I have. I just did it now. <laughs> so here we go. So first up is the Blues versus the Crusaders. Big game. Big game. I've I've Blues are at home. Yep. Crusaders coming off a loss. Yep. Hopefully learning from the Havili. Yeah. I'm going to call this Havili Gate. Come on, run with me. Run with me on this. If no. they play Havili again at 10, we're not going to win. That's village. Never say Havili Gate. I don't even get it. Mate, it's like Watergate. 
Do you know about Watergate? Lame. Anyway, I think the Blues are going to win. No chance. If if they don't play, if they if Crusaders put out a full strength team, yeah, Crusaders will win. Who agrees? Rugby forecast agrees with me or agrees with you? I, I do get it. To be fair, at home the Blues they got their tails up. Yeah, they've had they've had some good games, but I think Crusaders will be a little bit more ruthless. I think that rugby forecast is going to go with me. Of course it is. Five points. Yes, I can see it on the screen. It's close though, isn't it? Yes, five. That was surprising. Next up. Uh, Rebels versus the Waratahs. Rebels at home. Rebels have scored quite a few tries. Have they? I'm not sure they have, actually. But they got close to the Brumbies, didn't they? They didn't get close, mate. The Brumbies apparently put them to the sword. Oh, yeah, well, we just discussed it. You said that was a bit harsh. It was a bit harsh. And they, to be fair, the Waratahs, they're looking okay. Well, you think about it, really, the Waratahs, they lost to the Crusaders. They lost again on Saturday. They're not looking great, but are yeah, they but looking think, better I than think, the Rebels? I think so. So you're going to say Rebels? No, I'm saying Waratahs. You're going to say Waratahs? Yeah. I'm going to say Waratahs, and so does Rugby Forecast yes, by two by points. two. Close again, though, isn't it? Chiefs versus Sunwolves. Well. Only one winner there. Sunwolves eh? are at home. Ben Teo hasn't turned up yet. Hey, they had a week off, though. Terrible True. timing for them. They needed a week off in maybe four or five weeks' time, not, yes. not the second week. week in. Yeah, not uh, the first week, mate. You don't want to be off. In the, it's like the Highlands are off on the first week, and they got absolutely banjoed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chiefs are going to win it quite easy, I think. Yeah, definitely. 5.15, rugby forecast got. Uh, Hurricanes versus the Sharks. This is an interesting one. Sharks have been good. Hurricanes coming off another long trip Ma home. Pimpe is out there as La well. <laughs> It'll be close. It'll be close. I sharks, have a feeling yeah. the Sharks are going to target that sort of first five channel. They need to. Yes. I think the Sharks are going to win. Oh. I've, I've gone for the Hurricanes. What does Rugby Forecast say? He, they approve. 11. 11. Do you, I, I do get it. It's a, it's a long sh- shot. But up until Saturday, the I haven't thought have much well. of the Hurricanes. No. So, uh, But they, they are at home. They're in the Cape Town. Yeah. That's a big advantage, isn't it? Yeah. Brumbies, Highlanders. Brumbies at home. Again, Brumbies coming off quite a big win. Yeah, and Brumbies have been the playing great. Yeah. They've been playing great. Very impressive this this season so Brumbies far. Brumbies are going to win. Brumbies are going to win. <laughs> Rugby forecast, where do they get that from? What they're saying is that past performances. Yes, of course, yeah. You know, you got to look at last season. That, that's been the real problem for rugby forecast. Uh, it's just purely down to the fact that you know, so many players have left from these yeah. teams. It's so hard to predict. Yes. And it will take maybe three or four weeks for... So are you saying we're better than rugby forecast? No, I'm not. <laughs> what I'm saying, definitely not. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I think Brumbies will win. Yes. I think they'll get beaten by a bit more, the Highlanders, than, than one point. Be interesting. Sure. Lions versus the Stormers. Lions came off a win. Stormers been playing great rugby. I've gone for the Stormers. Yeah, I think Rugby Forecast has gone for the Lions. They have by six. 
Lions at home, local. Would you say that's a local derby? It's more of a local derby than a lot. Uh, I'm going to say the Lions did well on the weekend, so I'm going to stick with the Lions. Are you? Yeah. Wow. They did really well on the weekend. Didn't see them beating the Reds. Reds are a good side. So there are. That's true, yeah. That's true. Here we go. Haguares at home. Haguares versus three home games in a row. Yeah. Versus the Reds. We've been bigging the Reds up and they've lost <laughs> two on the bounce. <laughs> yes, they have. Yeah, yeah, they have. Um, I don't know about this one. I think I think that Haguares are going to win this game. Yeah. And i tell you the reason why I think they're going to win this game. They were great first game. They were actually great round two as well. How they got beaten by the I Hurricane, know. I still don't I know. know. They were awesome. The Reds have unfortunately... Promised a lot. Yes. Are yet to deliver, but they are young. And as we mentioned, they've got a couple Let of old be. heads. Let them be. They might take another couple of weeks, really, just to get in. So I'm going to say, because the Haguar is at home, Haguar is to win. Yes. What do rugby forecasts say? They say Haguar is by a massive I know. 14 points. I'm surprised. I am surprised. But it, it might be, you know, it might be. Next up, mate, we are going to revise... Who will win the Six Nations? And the reason for that is because we did a terrible job last week. Did we? We did a shocking job. Well, oh, I did well. a shocking job. You you may have done better I because I said it. that Wales were going to win it. Oh, I think I said Wales were going to win the... I didn't say Wales were going to win the Six Nations. I said France would. Did you? Yeah, you I. got more chance. I said France were going to drop the ball at some point and lose. Yeah. So Ireland, two wins out of two. Yes. Not great against Scotland, or were Scotland good against them? We'll see. But Scotland they, lost they, it against England. I'm sorry. Yes, they did. Ireland beating Wales 24 points oh, to yeah. 14. Has to make Ireland a chance of winning, don't you think? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So it's I, out I disagree. Of, it's out of France and Ireland. I disagree. Oh, my gosh. Still disagree. I'm saying Wales so are out still of it think, now. Wales why? are out of it now. They've only lost one game. I know, but they lost to Ireland. So? And Ireland aren't that good. No, but neither are Wales. So that's what I'm saying. Both of them aren't going to win. Okay, who's going to win? Damn, it's out of England and, and France again, isn't it? But then you've got England have lost one. Yeah, I know, but England have lost to France. France yeah, it, are going to lose to someone. France could lose to Scotland. <laughs> to be fair, they could, couldn't they? France I mean, could look, have lost look, to Italy. <laughs> France will lose to someone. Yeah. So that means that England are back in with a shout. Plus, France have had two home games. Yeah. Yeah, they're better at home than they are away. Yeah. They have a few wines on the plane, don't they, when they go away? <laughs> Do like wine, to be fair. I think um, their defence has been really good so far, but it'll be interesting to see how much that continues to, to sort of hold. Because we saw against England, they were amazing yeah. defensively. And then against Italy, they don't they didn't care. Like, oh, we won this game. We've won it. So yeah. we don't really need to, to really dig in. And I think that will, at some point, it's going to bite them. And they've got to learn, even when you're playing a weaker opposition, you've got to front up. You've got to put them in away. Your, in your defense. So it's now out of those four. So the Six Nations so you've, comes down. We've, we've not seen It's exactly Scotland. the same as last <laughs> week, mate. No, I've added it in the Ireland. But I don't think Ireland are going to do it. I don't think Wales are going to do it. I think it's between France and England. And unfortunately, mate, I think England are going to win this year's Six Nations. I've just sworn... Who do you think? You think France still? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see. I'd like to see anyone bar England. 
if I'm honest. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay, so we're going to go and do the table so far. So we can see in the South African, we've got leading at the moment is the Stormers. So you can see down the yeah. bottom there that we've got Hagawaras, Hagawares. We thought Hagawares would win the whole conference. Yeah. They were winning in the first week, but now it's the Stormers. Closely followed by the Sharks, the Hagawares, the Lions, and the Bulls, which is interesting because the Bulls we picked as being pretty strong there at the bottom. And actually, as the longer it goes on, I can see them being pretty rooted to the bottom. Unfortunately, there. yeah. The Lions have impressed, but I'm not that impressed with them. So no. we'll see how they progress. In the New Zealand Conference, we said that the Chiefs would win. Uh, and actually, the Chiefs are winning at the moment. The they Blues are, yeah. and Crusaders. And I think. Why have you got the Crusaders down there? Oh, because that was week one, mate. Oh, was week, that week one, one. They, were, they were leading, yeah. So, Highlanders, there's no chance of them getting off the bottom of this competition, in my opinion. Well, yeah, maybe. The, they, the, the, <laughs> the, the longer they stay there, the more yeah. comfortable they're going to be there. And in the in the Australian uh, conference, we have the Brumbies leading. Watch was interesting. Sunwolves, no match, and they're still in yeah, second still place. Yeah, second. So it just shows how the rest So are. Reds have got two bonus points. That could be good for them. Two losses and two bonus points. Yeah, I mean, they're going to need it. Yeah. They're going to need it. I mean, the Rebels, I think, will still finish last. Yeah. Uh, New South Wales Waratahs will eventually overtake them. Yeah. Be interesting to see how they progress because they've. I think they still think they've got a decent side. Still think they've got a decent side. Brumbies are leading that one, so it is time for, for the quiz. quiz. The quiz is back, and just remember from last season's competition, I, think I thrashed you. I absolutely wiped the floor with Tobois. So I'm looking forward to this year doing exactly the oh same thing. God. I don't like that attitude. Right, oh, Damien. I'm going first. I don't know how we picked this, but why am I going first? Just because, you know, if you come last, you go first. It's like the NFL draft, mate. You come last, you get first pick. Right, okay. I don't really get it. But yeah, we'll go on. Um, now, we're going back to uh, the news, okay, okay, for one of my yeah, questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you got a theme? I've got a theme. Well, have you I, got a theme? Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... In which three countries has Finn Russell played his rugby? Okay, you've yeah A B C D yeah. Scotland, England, France, New Zealand, or Wales. I've gone for five. I've gone five options. So, so that that makes no sense. Your yeah, question. you've got to try and pick three. You've got to pick three countries. Yeah, okay. So he's play, he's played in France. Okay. He's played in Scotland, obviously, okay. because he's Scottish. Yeah. So you've got one more. What are the other questions? options? England or... England, New Zealand, Wales. Damn it, you know, I don't know this yeah. answer. I know he's played, I mean, he's play, currently playing in France. Yes. For Powell, I think. Or Poe. Russing. Is he playing in Russing? I can't remember. Oh, he might be playing for Russing. Russing, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I, I've got a funny feeling he might have played some rugby in New Zealand. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> Don't think he's played. Maybe he's played in Wales. What do you think, Toves? <laughs> I well, think he's, played, one, the, the I think he's one, played in New Zealand. Do you? I think he's played in New Zealand, yeah. Is that your final answer? It is. There's also England and Wales. No, I think he's played in New Zealand. Okay. He has played in uh, New Zealand. 
brilliant. Yeah. He played, he got a scholarship uh, at Lincoln University, 2013. Fantastic. And he played in the Canterbury um, region. Did he now? Yep. He should have stayed. He's awesome. Yeah. If he, he was a guy, if he comes over to Super Rugby, he will set Super yeah. Rugby alight. Imagine him at the um, Highlanders. Yeah, they need him. Yeah. <laughs> need him. Yeah. So there you go. Interesting, so eh? So hang on. So I'm just going to use modern technology yeah, you've got here. One so I'm yes. one at the moment. <clears throat> from one from one. Oh, we went up there. It didn't go on mine. But anyway. Uh, okay. So your first question. Now, mine is season records. So these are records from seasons, i.e. Uh, the best ever winning margins or losing okay. margins or whatever. Okay. So the first one is this. Which team has scored the most points in total in one season? Now, this is not um, competition points. This is tries, conversions, okay. penalties. Okay. Yeah. Is it A, the Crusaders? Is it Which B? Which year, though? Just no, in no, general? Uh, over the whole competition? Ever. Best ever, yeah. <clears throat> A, the Crusaders... B, the Bulls, C, the Hurricanes, or D, the Reds. Now, I will give you, I will give you the year that it happened, okay? Okay. So, the Crusaders in 2002, the Bulls in 2010, the Hurricanes in 2012, and the Reds in 2017. Okay. Um <clears throat> That's a really tough question. See, you like to break down. I just like to bang, jab at it. <laughs> well, just think about which teams have had the best attacking over yeah, the years, that yeah. type of thing, isn't it? So the, the Hurricanes had a very good year when they, did they beat, they beat you guys in the, no, no, that was the Highlanders. Can't remember. Um, but I remember they had a good season. The Bulls had a good season too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Bull, don't know much three, about, but they're not. The Bulls aren't known for their attacking flair, but they have had a good season in yeah. the past. They've won three titles, haven't they? Yes. And the Crusaders have obviously won more competitions than anyone else. Yes, they have. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Goes without saying. <laughs> I think the Crusaders are going. Put me off the, the Crusaders scent. are going for a four peak. You're trying to put me off the scent, but you could be double bluffing. I don't like this. I don't like it. Um, so A, Crusaders, B, the Bulls, yeah. C, the Hurricanes, or D. Remember the Reds as well. <laughs> Remember the Reds. Don't forget the Reds. I'm not forgetting Quade the Cooper, Reds. Will Guinea. That was a good year as well. <laughs> I have a feeling it's the Bulls. Bulls 2010. You're saying Bulls 2010? Yeah, yeah. Is that your final in. answer? Yeah, I wouldn't have it's a wrong. Clue, mate. It's wrong. It was the Hurricanes, was 2012. In fact, the Hurricanes have actually got the the most, uh, the most and the second most have they? Yeah. So what you know, sort they, of numbers we're looking at five hundred and ninety six points. Wow. Four hundred and eighty six points. Wow. Yeah. And then it's the Crusaders four hundred and sixty nine points, and the Bulls uh, four hundred and thirty six points. And the wow. Reds didn't even feature. Me. No. No. <laughs> but I'm amazed they didn't feature that year when they won the competition. They were unbelievable. Had a wonderful attack. Yeah. So it's 1-0. One, 1-0. One, one so if I get this, I've won. One. Well, no, I can still get two, can't I? Mm, oh, yeah, but you won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Um, Which Super Rugby team has scored the most tries so far? 
So in, in this the, competition, in this competition, in this year's competition, that's a lot tougher than than yeah, that's a lot tougher than you're saying. Yeah, go on. Uh, the Bulls. Yeah. No, no, sorry, no, no, definitely the not Blues. the Bulls, mate. <laughs> definitely the Blues, not the Bulls. <laughs> the Rebels, the Haguares, the Brumbies, and the Stormers. Hang on, so say that again. The Blues. Yeah. The Rebels. Yeah. The Haguares. Yeah. The Brumbies yeah. and the Stormers. Right, so we normally do four. A, no, B, no, this C, is my D. trend. This is my trend. The first one had fives. <laughs> I'm going fives, mate. So you make it more difficult. I'm for going me. fives. So it's the, so the, I can tell you now. The the Blues are up there. Okay. The Blues are up there. So let's put them up there. Who's next? The Rebels. No. Okay. Haguares. Yeah, they're up there. Okay. Brumbies. I'm going to say no to the Brumbies. So it's out for me. It's out of the Blues and the Stormers. Stormers, oh, Stormers is in there too. Yeah. I'm going to say no to the Stormers. Mind you, you did they're say. Top of the- <laughs> You the blues? <laughs> what about the rip? Don't forget the ribbles. Don't forget the ribbles. <laughs> you did say actually in the podcast when we went to the Stormers, you went, "Oh, they've scored loads of tries, haven't they?" <laughs> but you could be double bluffing. You've been known to double bluff. But I, I haven't actually uh, followed the Stormers that much. Don't uh, look back. I'm not looking back at last week's. You're not, not allowed, allowed to look. Do. You're not allowed to look I'm allowed back. to do that. Why can't I do that? I'm allowed to look back because at it ruins last the game. Weeks. Ruins the game. It doesn't ruin yeah, it the does. game. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Oh no, that doesn't help me. It's actually. like kicking drop goals in a ru- in rugby, mate. It ruins the game. Right. So I'm gonna. I must go Stormers just because I think you did actually genuinely make a mistake. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay. You're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Blues. Hey. It's the Blues. So, the Blues have scored nine. The Rebels have scored eight. Okay. The Haguares have scored seven. The Brumbies have scored ten. The Brumbies have scored ten. And wow. the Stormers have scored six. See, that's where you are horrible, man. Are you I'm double bluff really well, don't you? So that's one all. It is one all. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I actually put that mark down for you as well. Uh, okay, so the largest winning margin. Which team has had the largest winning margin? I'm going to give you the two teams. Okay. Was it the Crusaders versus the Waratahs, 2002? Was it the Bulls versus the Reds in 2007? Was it the Crusaders versus the Rebels in 2019? Or was it the Lions versus the Sunwolves in 2017? What, the largest margin? The largest winning margin. So the first team beating the other team by the largest margin. So you got the Crusaders versus the Waratahs. Both good teams. Both good teams. Bulls versus the Reds, both good teams. Crusaders versus the Rebels, they did have their struggles, didn't they? Early they did, doors, yeah. And then the Lions versus the Sun Wolves, and we all know they've struggled. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a that's a tough one. It is a tough one. That's why I gave it to you because yeah. I like to win. <laughs> Thanks. How many knock-ons? <laughs> I actually like listened history. to one of our past <clears throat> podcasts, and you were talking about. Um, heights and weights. <laughs> and <nothing laughs> and there's like up. one centimetre in between it, so I don't feel too bad. <laughs> right. Um, I. So you want me to go through them again? Yeah. Crusaders, Waratahs. Yeah. Bulls, Reds. Yeah. Crusaders, Rebels, or Lions, Sunwolves. I have a feeling it's the Crusaders, Rebels. Is that what you're going to go with? Yeah. 
Okay. It's not. Okay. So the Crusaders versus the Waratahs, 77 points winning margin. Right. Okay. The Bulls versus the Reds, 89 points winning margin. That's in the the year. That's in the year that they won one of their comps, I think. Right. Crusaders versus the Rebels, 66 points. And then the Lions versus the Sunwolves, 87 points. So it was the Bulls Reds. Bulls Reds. So it's uh, It's still still one zip, which means that at worst I can draw. Yeah. I love being in that position. I hate you. (laughs) Very much so. Since the start of the Super Rugby, how many titles have South African teams won? Okay. Three. More than that. Balls won three. Six. Oh. Four. Eight. Four. Or five. Okay, so I'm going Balls have won three. Lions have won one. So that's four. You said six. Six or, do you say six or eight? I said six and eight. I think it's six. Only reason why I think it's six is because surely someone else has won. I think the Sharks have won. As well, but I don't think there's eight, so I'm going to say six. Bulls three, Lions have won at least one, definitely won one, and I'm pretty sure the Sharks and stuff have won, or the Stormers or something. I think the Stormers won as well, didn't they? So it's six. Six, mate. It's three. No, it's not. Yeah? The, The Bulls have won three. Yeah? And the Lions have won one. No. Are you just checking that now? Yeah, I am. They've made the final three times oh, and lost them it. three times. The Stormers, sorry, so okay, we'll go from the very start. The Sharks lost in the final, 2006. Okay. 2001, sorry, 1996. 2001, the Sharks lost in the final. Um, they were really good as well. The Sharks were, re- you remember how good they were back yeah, there? back in the day. Wow. Sculpt Burger. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 2007, the Bulls beat the Sharks by one point in the final. Yeah. Um, the 2010, the Bulls beat the Stormers. 2012, the Chiefs beat the Sharks. Hurricanes beat the Lions. Crusaders beat the Lions. Crusaders beat the Lions. Damn so it. So the Bulls. Three. The Bulls, 2007, 2009, and 2010. Wow, there you go. I thought I knew more than I yeah. do, eh? Which cool, is not, eh? Which is not unusual for me, I suppose. <laughs> right, last question for you for the draw. Come on, the draw. For the draw. Most successive defeats. Which team has suffered the most successive defeats? Hang on, can you just say that again? <laughs> Put into Google. <laughs> <laughs> the Cats, eh? The Cats? Yeah, I know. The Cats. The Lions, the Rebels, or the Sunwolves? Don't you put it into I'm not. Google. I'm not. I'm looking at other stuff. <laughs> Look at on Amazon. <laughs> the, the Cats. The Cats, A. The Lions, They were before B. Super Rugby. No, nah, mate. Were they super... They were super duper, mate. Super, <laughs> super 10 or something. 2000 and, I'll, give, I'll give you the Cats, okay. 2003 to 2004. The uh, Lions, 2009, 2010. Right. Uh, the 
Rebels were 2011-2012. Yeah. And the Sun Wolvies were 2016-2017. That's the years that it Jesus. Shall I give you some more info as well? Yeah, go on. So the runs are 10, 12, 13, or 14. So 14 being the most consecutive losses in a row. Basically a whole season of rugby. (laughs) (laughs) It literally is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was the Lions when they first came on the scene. You think it was the Lions? Okay, fine answer. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so 14. Which year was that? So when did they come into the competition and when did it happen? Well, it was 2009, 2010. So it was, it yeah, it was, was pretty, pretty early on then, wasn't it? And yeah. to think they went from having the most consecutive losses yeah. to being in the final two years three in a row. Three times in a row. Three times in a row. Yeah. They lost all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> two to Crusaders, wasn't it? Two to Crusaders. Two to Crusaders, one to One at home as well. One at home to Crusaders and one away. First one was at home. Crusaders weren't looking like they were going to win it, and they won. No, that's right. Yeah, very, very impressive. But anyway, man, that's it. Yeah. Another week has gone by. Yeah. Another can super you, rugby. Can you, just, can you write it down? No. Yeah. So it was one all. Yeah, yeah. After the three questions, right on. I can't wait till next week. Yeah, already can't wait. How many inches in a rugby pitch? <laughs> next week's big topic that we're going to talk over, and we would like your help with this: is should there be a salary ta- cap in Super Rugby? <gasps> Yeah, go so on. So can you please send us your views on this uh, for us to uh, to look through? And also, I forgot to mention, I think it was Cameron that emailed through a little bit of information about South African Super uh, South oh, right, African Rugby okay. for us to, to work through. So thank Good. you very much, Cameron, for that. Cheers, Cam. But until next week, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And to pleasure hopefully entertaining sure. you guys yeah. and girls. Uh, and keep supporting us by sending us yeah. emails. Instagram. Instagram. We're on the gram. Anything you can do to help us, that'd be great. But until next time, it's always a pleasure. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.